Well, hello, listeners. Today, I want to start uh, by discussing an experience I had, you know. Uh, I was delivering a training program, a session, and uh, I started by asking a very simple question. I asked the people in the room to visualize an engineer. So maybe I want all of you listening to this podcast right now to do the same. I want you to visualize an engineer. Well, I gave them a few seconds and then I asked them a simple question and ask you as well this question. How many of you visualized a male as an engineer? Well, in that room that day, more than 95% people said that they visualized a man and not a woman as an engineer. I'm sure uh, it is the same with sales. So when we say women in sales, we end the statement with a question mark. However, this question mark comes after the word woman, women, not the word sales. So it's women question mark in sales. So today I'm going to talk to someone who's carved a niche for herself in this male, so-called, if I may say, so-called male prominent profession, which is sales. And she's carved a niche for herself like no one else. Uh, I'm gonna have a long discussion with her, but before that, let me welcome Priya. Hi Priya, welcome to the show. Hey, Anju. Hey, so, you know, I was just, uh, when we were talking earlier, I was saying that, you know, it's very difficult for me to introduce Priya formally, formally, because we always meet over a cup of coffee. Uh, we hug each other and that's how the introductions happen. So this is, this is really funny for me, but I'm going to do this with all the pride. So I'm here welcoming Priya Sachdev, who has been listed as the 25 most influential women in India by the CEO magazine in 2017 and the 10 successful women to watch out for in 2018 by Inside Success. And I want to tell you that we did watch out for her. A sales practitioner she is with 108 quarters of sales and sales management experience. As a consultant, she partnered with more than 200 mid to large organizations to enable more sales, better sales. Well, uh, I, I am evidence to this journey and uh, she has successfully executed enablement engagements for sales, marketing, customer service, product management and pre-sales teams to deliver results on key metrics such as win ratios, sales uh, cycle effectiveness, reducing customer acquisition costs and whatnot. Uh, I've, I've watched her do this, physically watched her do this and achieve these goals. At the moment, uh, Priya is working as the Chief Customer Officer at Vengresso.com and her role at Vengresso is, is pretty global. So she's responsible for Vengresso's customer success and support team, as well as all implementation, training, coaching, and, and delivery of learning as a service to 1,000 and more companies that Vengresso has served. Well, uh, I want you all to know that Priya addresses herself as an ageism activist and a diversity and inclusion evangelist. Phew, that's heavy, Priya. That's really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Priya, I, let's let's plunge right in. And uh, you know, I remember Priya when we were having this conversation earlier. You you said that you have to be better than the men in the room to be treated as an equal. 
Now, knowing that there were so many challenges in this profession, how did you prepare to be taken so seriously in, in, in the world of sales? Yeah, thanks. Thanks so much, Anshu. Um, I haven't had such an amazing formal introduction for a while, so that felt really good. <laughs> the right place to start uh, this conversation. Um, so, you know, um, a lot of people talk about women in sales, but if you ask me personally, I have always thought of myself as a seller first and a woman second. Absolutely. And I know that that's not how people see me because they see me as a woman first and a seller second. Yeah. But, you know, that's not how it's been in my head. So I've had a lot of times uh, where the guys in my team and really over the years I have worked with a team which is predominantly male and I am possibly uh, just one or two women in that team. Yeah. And, you know, they would turn around and they would say, ah, it's so easy for you to get a meeting. Who says no to a meeting with a woman? Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, honestly, if you ask me with my hand on my heart, I agree to that. I think it is easier to get a meeting. But what they don't realize is that after you get the meeting and you're sitting in front of someone else, how do you then take that conversation to that level where that person doesn't see you as a woman in the meeting, but actually appreciates you for the value you bring to that conversation, right? And I think that's what has been the real struggle. That's the piece that has, you know, you have to really prepare yourself with. And that's also the reason why I say that, you know, you need to be better than the men in the room, even to get that same equal opportunity because if anybody else had gotten that meeting and uh, gotten in front of the customer, there would be a certain perception and an expectation that this person will bring value to the meeting. But just as a woman, when you sit there, you first have to work hard to make them look beyond the women in you and understand the value you bring to them. And that just means uh, you prepare harder. And, you know, it's not just me. I speak to so many women in sales and they would all vouch for what I'm saying. And not just women in sales, women in so many of our functions in organizations which are predominantly seen as male roles. I've heard this from product managers. Uh, I remember a healthcare company where I was doing training the product manager shared the same thing with me. She said, you know, when the, my complete family goes to sleep, I still sit down and prepare for my meeting the next day yeah. because I know I'm going to be possibly the only women in front of the room and I better be good at what I say. I'm sure you have those experiences as well. Yeah. To talk about. Well, well, I'm sure, you know, when you're saying this, I was remembering Priya, not only, it's not only profession centric, it's uh, sometimes even location centric. I remember I, I went to deliver a program in Kashmir and uh, that time nobody was getting there because uh, it was a little strained and I'd gone there and, and like we always do, you know, we just pack our bags and we leave for a workshop and I did. And I know that the HR manager called out knocked on on every cabin and said 
come and attend this training there's a lady who's come to do it so <laughs> i know i know what you're saying but i think priya one thing that i understand and i'm sure you'll agree and that's common to you and me both and to many other successful women in their careers that i can say with my chin up and head held high that i was given opportunities but i was not favored so i i remember that uh, uh, you know uh, i want to quote uh, mr anil seth and i think you also know him uh, so mr anil seth when he was serving nestle i remember there was an opportunity priya and uh, uh, you know he told me that i'm going to give you um, a one hour window and it's the mancom team that's there so you have to put your best foot forward what i'm giving you is an opportunity to 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 stand on that floor and make your point beyond that it's up to your own metal as to how you do it i'm grateful today to mr anil said for for where he took me from there but to say it to say whether it was whether it was a favor i would say no it was an opportunity the answer is yes a opportunity that i legitimately fought for an opportunity that i prepared for like you said last night sat up practiced many times because i had to crack it so it takes a village for anyone to be successful in life whether it's a man or a woman and i don't know of anyone who makes it all by himself or herself since i know you priya and i've seen uh, your journey i know that there are many men poke as well who who supported you could you please share a little about how your confidence grew many fold when you received the support and upliftment on on your ongoing journey oh yes absolutely i agree that i don't know if it's just a village or sometimes more than a couple of villages yeah. <laughs> that allows you to build what you build over the years um you know it's also been a a pet peeve of mine over the years that i don't understand why if we all had the same education we read the same newspapers we have the same apps on our phones how come when i talk about you know business strategy or financial markets or numbers people get surprised they still get surprised that how does she know this and i'm like come on guys you know i come from where you come from as well yeah literally But, yeah literally and yet they get surprised so i i think uh, while some get surprised there are so many of those men who absolutely appreciated that and have found value in that and have stood by or supported that journey and you know if i start to take names we would spend the next one hour because of a journey of three decades there are so many names that i could call out but i think each of the managers i've had and i'm you know i look back and i look at each one of them lifting me up from uh, tim mccartney at malahimen who i worked with last to uh, greg moore who got me there or uh, to you know looking back and saying gotham who was really instrumental while i was with nis of giving me that opportunity to lead some of the key projects um to so many of my clients as well you know where I have gone and done one project for them and they've called me back for so many more 
and i can tell you you know being a woman in sales is tough but you know what's tougher being a sales consultant yes because now you're teaching them how to sell over the past two decades of being in sales training and consulting of having trained more than 10000 people across the globe i still can kind of count back and i think 95% of my learners have been men yes yes right and every time i've stood in front of those 20 men in a training room be it in copenhagen or vegas or ranchi or singapore the challenge you know and i see it as a challenge the challenge is just the same hmm. you have to ensure in that first 30 minutes that you stand there while they may have seen you as a woman in front of the room they very soon change that paradigm and start looking at you as a mentor as a coach and as someone who can get them to be better at what they do absolutely i remember i remember and i think when we were together last we were talking about this as well that uh, i'm not going to name the person but uh, you know that boss that i had again back to the nis um i remember that she told me that aren't you going to deliver a, a workshop now uh to and the group is all men and they're all vp plus designation and you're all of 29 so what i'm doing is that i'm editing your profile i'm making your age to be 35 and the then it becomes a little practical for us to send you to do that training now uh i was new there in that company in nis at that time and i thought you know what let me let this pass let me just let me just focus on on what i have to do and maybe not even five of them have read my profile so but there were times priya this is this is how you get assessed this is how you get looked at and unfortunately sometimes for women as well but there are times then then you have there been times for you priya when you've been favored over a male counterpart at any time and and if yes then i know the answer is yes so very <laughs> so very to yes so tell me how did you respond to this situation uh well again i'm sure there are more than many of such situations where that opportunity was provided and uh, i would like to believe that the opportunity was provided for something i did right previous to that opportunity which uh, kind of brought that opportunity to me um but i can tell you so many times like i a funny one i remember going for a sales conversation with a client and they used to make precision screws <laughs> <laughs> and i'm not playing on this words but reality right and and even the security guard outside that um, manufacturing setup where we were to have a meeting with the md looked me up and down as we were entering to you know like are you in the wrong place because you're not supposed to be here i think they didn't even have a 
washroom for women in their yes. manufacturing setup. I, I face that too, Priya. I face that too. For yeah. obviously, and unfortunately, we can't name those companies right now because perhaps <laughs> yeah. those washrooms are still not up. So I'm not sure. Yeah. You could name them if they had interesting names, though. But <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing yeah. better than precision screws. I mean. <laughs> yeah, and I did come back to you know. Uh, I came back after the meeting to ask my manager to say why did you do this to me. He said, but you know, you were the best person for that conversation, and we needed to win that account. Yeah. And you know, uh, that gave me a confidence to say, okay, you know, here is someone who's not getting stuck up on what the perceptions would be, but thinking about what's going to bring the most value to this client conversation, and providing that opportunity. And it's happened so many times. I remember we were in Kasoli doing a workshop for senior group of people from Amex. And um, we were a room full of experience. And uh, I still remember Gautam stood there and said, okay, um, Priya takes the lead on this one. And everybody almost uh, kind of fell in line with that. And I led the project and had lots of fun with it. So I had two sleepless nights, <laughs> yeah. but that's fine, part of the game. Hmm. And I also do know of some people who sulked through the complete project while we were there because they thought I got that opportunity only because I was a woman. Hmm. And, you know, um, here's the thing. I love those haters. Because, you know, as Steve Jobs said that, you know, the dots join when you look at them in retrospect. I think all the haters over the years have made me stronger at what I, you know, want to be. Um, because somewhere they have confidence in my capability more than I've had in those situations. And, right? I, and I'm sorry to cut you, but I don't think not only just that, that it helps us, uh, you know, make us what we are. It also puts us through a journey of self-exploration to decide that, yes, Indeed, this is me. Indeed, this is me. I, I remember being on outbounds uh, for three nights, four nights, uh, you know, trekking in the jungles, parking our tents, and I being the only woman in an all-men's group, uh, and uh, not only a woman as a participant, but a woman as a facilitator, as a leader of the group. I've had uh, journeys of leading a trek uh, and uh, doing all those things in outbound scenarios, like you're talking. So whether it's a classroom whether it is outbound whether it's out in the jungle i think you're right that somewhere you know those haters or the people who don't believe in you help you clearly decide what you want to do ahead in life absolutely yeah. absolutely and i think you know all those situations uh, kind of become a reminder to you to say i have to prove them wrong it it just gives you a reason to be there, right? And um, I have honestly believed, and I think I give credit to my father on this one, to know that, oh, poor women, shit is not going to work, okay? Um, people may let you get away with it for a bit, but in the long term, People want you to be strong. People want you to be confident. People want you to be happy. People want you to enjoy what you're doing. 
instead of constantly knowing that you're in the limelight for being a woman and crumbling under pressure on that right? absolutely i think end of the day it's the content that wins uh, you know end of the day it, it's what you're speaking where you coming from and how strong is your hold over your own content that you're administering uh, that decides the worth absolutely absolutely and i think uh, if there is a message that i would like to give to all women out there not just women in sales but you know all the women out there there's only one thing i would say to them know your strengths hmm. because you know uh, the fact that women came to the corporate world just few decades ago uh, and you know everybody talks about the glass ceiling and you know how do you get to that corner office i think a lot of times people struggle and women struggle to fit in because you're trying to fit into a man's world and i can tell you i have had that struggle for many years i wanted to wear suits and be in grays and blues so that i could blend into the men group and uh, i have used language which i have hated and use all the flurry french and whatever only because i thought that's how i get entry to the boys club and laugh while they've objectified women in their conversations and after a couple of years i realized ah this is not me why am i pretending to be something i hate being Thanks. why am i not being who i want to be and you know we don't have too many role models out there so when you start to do that find your place you realize it's lonely sometimes and you look for help you look for support but that is exactly the time when you need to know that you are being the role model that people want to have and i've ditched the blues and grays for peaches and pinks and all the people i work with over the past couple of decades would vouch for that they would see me wear a pink blazer into a meeting or yeah. you know do all silly stuff like that because this is who i am i still have pink color in my hair and i'm proud of it because i can get away with it you know yeah 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 and i think it's a legitimate time for me to introduce the word feminism i think we've already going in that direction and i think uh, you know it is a word which is largely misunderstood so the merriam webster defines feminism as the theory of the political economic and social equality of the sexes Hence, hence my discussion now is about a movement from may the best man win to may the best person win i i want to set a context here now so both priya and i uh, you know look at gender diversity with a very different perspective uh, so priya when you and i were were talking you mentioned about a question i remember you were asked on a in a in a live online session that address gender diversity so please do take our audience there and share your views therefore on inclusion versus diversity because now we're already moving towards the the woman power so to say absolutely and you know i 
I am not a fan of diversity, but I love inclusion because I just think in the world where we are today, it's not just about a woman or a man or a young or an old person, but it is about creating a more inclusive ecosystem where we respect people for who they are, not in the category we fit them in. And so as you were introducing, you read out ageism activist, and that really comes from inclusion as well. Yes. I just believe that, you know, because I am a 50 year old and I am proud to be a 50 year old, doesn't mean that I don't bring value to a conversation, but that doesn't discount the value or 20 something brings into the conversation as well. So I just wish that we could create a world where we were thinking inclusion rather than thinking diversity. And to that story that you were talking to, I was doing this executive talk on Women's Day for AstraZeneca. And we had about 1000 people listen into the conversation. And one of the managers at the end of that in the Q&A session asked a question to say, I am looking for my next level manager. I have shortlisted three profiles of which one is a woman. And now HR tells me because we have a diversity agenda, I should just pick the women. Yeah. And, and, and what would you say to that? Today, Priya, in corporates, that's the truth of the day today. Yeah. And to mm -hmm. me, that's lip service, right? Are we? That's not what I want. As a woman, that's the last thing I would want that you picked up my profile only because I was a woman. Yes. I, I told him, I said, why don't you, you know, white label those profiles? And I know it's difficult to do and interview those people and then choose the best person for that job, irrespective of the gender they bring to that table. Because that's what we are talking about, right? And to me, that is inclusion. I'm not saying move the men to make place for the women. No, 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 no. That's not the message there, right? It is to say, let's just treat them equal. I am an equalist. I'm not a feminist. Absolutely. Absolutely. And feminism itself says that you treat it as equal. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think when and I've seen this and I really feel sad for those men because sometimes men pull down men for supporting a woman. Yeah, I remember. Do you remember Priya with, uh, this morning posted something uh, by Indira Nui where yeah. such an interesting, you know, talk where she's saying that uh, a man is not making a presentation right. And, uh, you know, they all other men enter the men's room and they say, hey, what are you doing? And and they tell him to mend a few things. He go, goes back and he's doing all right. And when a woman tells another woman, she said, oh, she's bitchy about this, you know. So you're right. You're right. We need to we need to look at it as uh as you know i think we need to become content driven we need to become intellect driven we need to become uh you know value driven and we don't have to be you know gender driven so to say absolutely and you know many years ago someone told me this metaphor and he said you don't need to judge a fish 
by their ability to climb a tree. Yeah, yeah. And it stuck with me because I realized that for many years I did do that. I actually judged myself on how I would do in a men's world. And I don't, I'm not looking for a seat on that table anymore. I am busy creating my own table. Yeah, yeah. Right? And this table is just going to be inclusive. It's not going to think about, oh, I have so many men and so many women and so many, you know, others. I am saying this table would just respect people for who they are. And I would say, you know, this is a table that would appreciate authenticity. I keep saying this to a lot of people who work with me, be authentic, just be yourself. Know what are your strengths. I think our big struggle, and I see this with my kids, we are all wanting to be someone else and looking for a shortcut to get there. But I, I just wish if we could pause and say, okay, what am I good at? You know, what do I do better than everybody else naturally? Yeah, it comes easy to me. Yes, and and talking about uh, talking about things that come naturally, Priya. I think uh, I don't want uh, either of us to be misunderstood as uh, we're not advocates of women and the power, women and the power they possess. So ideally, uh, we're here talking about content more than the gender, but at the same time, like you said, what we bring to the table. So as a woman. Um, we do possess extraordinary resilience and we also possess some extraordinary learning abilities, adaptabilities. Now, if I ask you to zero down, let's flip the coin now for a moment and we and we zero down to two or three behavior or skills that you possess as a woman, you know, and as a professional that keep you top of the game. So what would those be, Priya? So I think one thing that's been important for me and I've heard it from people and learned it over the years is actually the intellectual curiosity, the ability to ask questions, right? And I remember I was going through this seven habits of highly effective people yeah. certification with Stephen Covey and he said, you are the big ears in the room. And I absolutely love that comment because I had so many questions to ask him. And for everything he said, okay, this is what we need to do. And I'd say, why? And, you know, some people would say, as a woman, you don't ask too many questions because people would think you're dumb. And I'm, I come from a point where I'm saying, they in any case think you're dumb. You might as well ask the question, right? And be the wise one. So I ask a lot of questions. And... I am very curious by nature, which means when I'm preparing myself, I will read more and more and more till I've satisfied my curiosity. And that ensures I'm prepared well. So I would say intellectual curiosity, having that, and then using that energy in the right direction certainly helps um, resilience. Oh man, you know, I think women are just programmed to be resilient because specifically the fact that you have menstrual cycles every month yeah. and you get out of them each time. And if you've had a birthing experience, you've been to death and come back. 
more than once maybe is what else are we talking about as resilience right yeah yeah so you you are naturally programmed to be resilient what you need to remember is it's okay to fall 10 times but rise 11 times and each time you rise you will rise stronger so you know i've been in sales what is the best conversion ratio a seller would have 25% which means 75% of the times you are going to fail tell me any other profession where people are okay with failure and still pumped about winning hmm. no other function does that yeah right yeah. and that's the reason i love being in sales it's addictive hmm. i love to fail but when I fail 75 times, I enjoy the winning that I get for that 25% of times. And I say this to my team, play to win. Don't just play to play, right? Play to win. And I say this to women, please play to win. Don't just be there, be there with a purpose. If you are going to make your space in the corporate world, why are you there? What is it that you want to do? What's your legacy going to be? And if we can answer that, I think everything else falls into place because then you find your strength. So you so find what you want to be. Yeah, sure. But when you move about to different corporates and you know conducting these workshops and you know now of course your role is very global. So uh, Priya, uh, do you see more women taking up sales as a profession? uh now um for sure it is better than what it was 30 years ago <laughs> yeah but if you look at percentages and you get into data i think still globally and this is not just india numbers but globally there are very few women in sales and that's the reason you see a lot of us voicing ourselves on platforms because we want to call those women to join the sales force to tell them this is where you could really excel in your place get there you're good at it you've got the natural traits to be good in sales you're resilient you're empathetic you are a nurturer you know you have everything that needs to be there to be good in sales yeah yeah i agree i agree so what would be your concluding words, Priya, not only for women, uh, but uh, as an overall experience, a summary of your experience of, of three decades now, what is it, uh, you know, that you want to establish uh, by all your learning so far? A few, four or five broad points that you'd like to say. Uh, that's going to be a tough one, <laughs> but let me try. I think I'm going to start with the first one, which is to say, don't take yourself too seriously. Okay. Uh, I think the, the, having the ability to not take yourself seriously, to laugh at yourself, to laugh at the situations you're in, to make, make this a happy place is important. Um, I'm not saying don't have an agenda. I'm not saying don't have a purpose, but you know, people don't like people who are complaining about stuff. They don't like people who are only agenda driven. People like people. People like people to be human. 
you will be you will be hurt you will be angry you will be happy and it's okay to display those emotions in that journey because that is what being human is so don't take yourself too seriously is one thing that i always would want to highlight the second thing and i think i just said this earlier as well know your strengths sure each one of us were born unique if god wanted us to be clones of each other believe me he would have had an easier job right <laughs> cloning us yeah yeah but he took it upon himself to create each one of us as individually unique as we can be even in the same family you'll find even in your siblings we are all unique and bring that uniqueness to the world right and and it's easy to say that i know because it it does put you in a very vulnerable position because there's nobody else who's been like you but there have been people who've been similar and you could use them as your role models as you build yourself out but be unique and it's absolutely fine to be there and the last one and the last one is the tough one uh, obviously but you know i think being in sales or being in any other profession that you are in people don't really care what you achieved but they care how you made them feel yeah experiences are important right yes um i know that even in sales i've had clients who come back to me after 3 4 years and they said you know priya at that point in time when you were speaking to us we didn't have the budget or it was not the right time but they remembered the experience that was created for them and yeah. they came back for that experience yeah yeah and i think that's important if you and i are friends we are friends because of the experiences we've created for each other yes yes absolutely yeah. i think another integral part of it is mutual respect i yeah. Uh, with the experiences you give what uh, as a facilitator what i have learned over 21 years priya is the honesty you bring to the floor you know the honesty that and that honesty comes from your preparation of your subject that honesty comes from how how open you are to genuinely helping people achieve their goals for which they came to this workshop or to met you, or for why they met you and i think that is something you don't have to create that uh, you build over a period of time and that gets built with your intellect that gets built with your hold over your subject so i think it all zeros down to where you started from uh, the discussion you know where you said that it's it's all about the preparation you do how much you read how much you prepare to handle that floor or the meeting or the intervention or the solution that you're designing so i think end of the day uh, it does come down to the fact that we are all content driven intellect driven so there should really be no question of putting a question mark after the word woman and the question mark should actually vanish and the idea should be a professional in sales and and that professional we would like more women to probably enter this this field and many others which are not ventured by women so much So as I say that you may not control all events that happen to you but you can decide not to be reduced by them. So so on that note Priya I think uh, it's been an enriching discussion thank you very much. 
uh, I, I, I would I can actually go on a little longer with this because uh, you know this is like a discussion and it's going on and it's triggering so many more questions in my mind but I fear uh, the the listeners perspective of the watch ticking so well all I can say in the end is that uh, you know success is more is is generating usually out of how much you like yourself and success is liking what you do and liking how you do it. So I'd urge all you women to thrive, thrive with passion, thrive with compassion, thrive with humor, bring it on <laughs> and a lot of style if may say so like Priya said put on your pink jackets man come on let's do it. <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely. Right any last closing notes for you Priya? Uh, no, I think you summed it up well it just just be comfortable with who you are and bring your best to whatever you do every day each day and don't worry about where that's going to take you. Yes, you know? finish this journey. And yeah. uh, I think first, uh, the, the person uh, in that profession has to forget, I'm a woman, you know, get yourself, make yourself a professional. And then I think when you're on the floor, it really wouldn't matter because what would come out of your mouth will be the content and, and not the gender. So on that note, uh, thank you everybody for listening in today. We run Candid Conversations with Anshu Arora and this is yet another episode. And I hope uh, I and Priya have been able to put forth a perspective. It's only a perspective. And I hope uh, this triggers a few thoughts and I don't, uh, I mean, maybe you look up Priya and you send her your profile for joining in sales. That would be the best thing that can happen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Find me on LinkedIn. Uh, look for the sales practitioner and there I will be. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, check with Vangresa how many openings you have now. I, I, I fear you're getting many women to join you soon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, anytime, anytime. Lift them up. Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Priya. It's always a pleasure. I've um, cherished walking this journey with you for some years now. And uh, I've cherished knowing you, Priya, not only as a professional, but as a very fine human. And uh, all these things essentially are value driven. And I think you're a very strong value driven human. Good luck to you, Priya. Wish you Thank all you. the success and may you get to many more. May you get to the top of many, many more lists. And maybe interview you one more time on another agenda equally passionately. Absolutely. Look forward to that. Thank you so much, Anshu, for this opportunity. Thank you, Priya. Thank you guys for listening in. Signing off. Thank you.